0: I'm going to jump. I'm just going to jump right into it. We're going to yeah, get going. We'll jump right yeah. All right, everybody. This is a Sex Actually podcast. Do you need to move the seat back? No, I Okay. I'm are you good? Yeah. Here. We uh we are with Anna Rose, returning guest. Is this your third or fourth? What this what is, is this?
1: My third time being a guest, my fourth time on the show because I did the uh, Christmas special.
0: Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. the the old Christmas <laughs> with special, The, Christmas tree the goal for this <laughs> episode. Yeah. The, there you go. So if you're listening and don't remember Anna Rose, go back. And listen to the episode where her mom burnt a Christmas tree down yeah. and uh, set the family on fire. <laughs> That's not that. So uh, we're here. Um, I love, and we're we're Facebook yes. living from your Live. Facebook, uh, yes. Anna Rose and Facebook. And we're next to some bamboo trees. And uh, I'll I'll say this: we're we're in Southern California. Let's be discreet about where we are. Okay. I just feel like it's co- like not knowing is cooler than knowing. We're literally in like an open air vehicle, um, n- like just like we parked next to some palm trees.
1: Vehicle. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we're like in a in an undisclosed location yeah. in a really rad vehicle but
0: from right from my view it looks way more tropical than it actually is
1: and from my view it looks way more suburban than it actually like at
0: any is. moment a bum could come walk around the corner <laughs> naked and just ruin this little like excursion that we have
1: <laughs> yeah our, our mini adventure
0: so what's good with you what's new what's happening
1: uh, when was the last time I was here? So I was here on uh, Christmas, yeah. right? And I, oh, it was the heels of that really crazy Uber, and the really bad date I was on. Right, the terribleness. Okay, and then I went to New York, and you guys were going away. Yeah, you were traveling so- all
0: over. And then, yeah. and then now Tasha and I are traveling st- yeah. st- and I'm not, uh, Tasha told me I'm not allowed to say when we're traveling because uh, last episode I, I did a solo episode and she was like, she was like, I didn't listen to the episode, but and whenever she does that, I know she's about to accuse me of something she doesn't know about. Yeah. She's like, I didn't listen, but I hope you didn't mention when we're leaving. And I was like, <laughs> why don't you listen? And then, and then like, tell me what I'm, you know, like don't, but in, in relationships you can accuse people of shit without any evidence. Oh, it's yeah. not like a quarter law where you actually need evidence. But she's, that's
1: like are you trying to use reverse psychology and then you get like totally like bit in the ass when like you're totally wrong. Yeah. And then the person's like, well, what are you talking about? And so
0: she doesn't, yeah. Right. So she doesn't want to say wh- when we're going or where we're going to be in South America right. for um, an undisclosed amount of time, but we're going to be podcasting from there. So I don't know, like at some point it's going to be like, but the, the, anyway, the, the whole idea is not because um, she's super secretive. She just doesn't want us to get robbed, <laughs> but. Well,
1: well, I don't think you're gonna get robbed for sure. Also, I did want to watch your dog, I, but then you said you had to watch your house because I was gonna say your dog. Can oh stay at yeah, my house. So see, I, I Boone, was Definitely thinking about
0: that. Boone is very territorial. Oh, like, okay. and not in a in a and just like he if if he's not home, he'll just assume we got rid of him. Oh. Like if he went to live with you, he he would just be like, all right, I guess they <laughs> don't like, this love is me. Where I live now, and then he'd have to pee all over everything and mark his territory.
1: Yeah. So never mind on that. Uh, yeah.
0: Great so that's job. why it's easier to just find someone. Like, as a comic, I have a million comic friends that are pretty much homeless. Or, like, you know, like one decision, like living on a couch. So, like, for them to go from, like, staying at a buddy's house to then making a few bucks to house it for me. Because you ever have those. You never get to house it for somebody, and it's like. It's, it's cool because it's not your shit.
1: I haven't house. I haven't. uh, Actually, no. I have. I watched my friend's house the other day. But I guess I. It's kind of like my second home. So I just kind of like just sit on the couch and watch their cable. So it's more of like I don't like go through their stuff.
0: Oh, I don't mean? go through. It's not like, th- like
1: it wasn't like a fun house sitting thing. But I do have people watch my house and they do go through my
0: thing. So you've never house sat and not then really. had and then invited a dude over or or you've never been to a dude's a place at a dude's house sitting. That used to be the thing. I mean,
1: I was at a dude's place. Yeah, yeah, I have done that.
0: So you've just been the visitor. You I've weren't, been the visitor. So you didn't have any liabilities or any, you just had to, you just were, were like the booty call. <laughs> it
1: was not the booty call. But
0: in that, too. in that gen, not, not <laughs> mes- necessarily for the guy, but in the general sense, you were invited over to a house. He was, uh, not, he was like, that overseeing.
1: Yes, yes, a hundred percent. And how did that go? Oh, it was great. There's a bunch of other people there. Oh, he had did a
0: party you? that he was, at, he was hosting and had a party.
1: I guess you could say that. Just like a get together. They all knew each other. They all knew the owner of the home. And we just kind of like hung out in the pool.
0: If anyone's listening and wants me to house it, um, we'll throw a nice party for you. We'll live stream it, podcast it. It'll be good. Is anyone actually yeah, listening so live? If
1: you guys are listening live, if you have any fun questions, drop it in the comment
0: box. Drop it in the comment box. We're going to get to it. This is Friday's free form podcast episode. Uh, yeah. For those listening, I mean, I think this is episode 220. I think we're on 222. Might be 221, 222. We're chugging along. It's been a crazy... My, this is uh, my birthday's on Monday.
1: Oh, my gosh. Yeah. My birthday. Be, well,
0: thank you. You're welcome. I'm just at that age where I don't know what to do with How it. How old are you turning? 32. Oh, you're
1: at that age 1985, where it's like...
0: Who cares, right?
1: <laughs> nah. Well, it's, you're coming in, into your own at 32 as a guy.
0: I'm it's coming in the just, shower. I'm a lot of coming, coming in, the in the shower. At 32, you're doing a lot of shower coming. You're doing a lot like, of like, all right, you don't have sex. Okay, let me go take yeah. a nice side. <laughs> that's weird. That's <laughs> true, though. For guys listening, that's true. That's what guys do. So you've
1: also been in a long-term relationship. Yeah. Like, lots of variables there. I don't know. Var- <laughs> I don't know for the people that are listening if you're turning 32, if that is your
0: life. Hey, guys. To- guys listening. Right. Do you come in the shower? Is that something you do in the 30s? That's something you do when you're 16 and 32. <laughs> 16, that's 16 and 32. <laughs> you kind of hit the spot where you're like, I guess it's just you and me, boys. it's
1: 16 <laughs> plus 16, 32? Yeah, there you go. Oh, my God, that's so funny. I didn't even think of that, <laughs> but did. there you go.
0: So I've doubled, wow, so I'm double the age of when I was first, like, in the so dating you're mix. you're
1: basically reliving the 16-year-old years. So. I don't
0: feel as old as I am. When I was 16, if I could have looked at my 32-year-old self, I'd be like, dude, I hope you have your shit together. You're <laughs> podcasting next to a bamboo stalk. Like, what? Like, <laughs> this, you never, as a kid, you think the 30s is this, like, know-it-all thing, and then I guess at some point you just realize no one knows anything. Yeah. What the fuck do people know?
1: Yeah. Well, <clears throat> I'm going to be 29.
0: Oh, happy birthday. Yeah, was, my is birthday's it going in up?
1: two and a half weeks. Oh, hey. You're, oh, we're maids. Yeah. Tourists, yeah. right. Yeah. Of course. So I was thinking about this the other day, about how if I was in high school and someone asked me what I was going to be doing at 29, I actually like did a Facebook post about this. So I was like, I thought, you know, when I was like 18, I was like, okay, by the time I'm 27, I'm going to be married and be a mom and have a house and all these things. And now I'm 29. I have none of those things. I do not have a house. I'm not married, not in a relationship. I have a dog though. And it's the best time of my life.
0: Yeah. I, well, I assumed I'd have my second home by this age, not my first studio apartment. (laughs) And, um, I'll tell you what, I don't, I don't really feel bummed by my life decisions. I don't feel like I've just been like partying and wasting my life away. I've just like I've just, like, invested my time into things that aren't, like, the corporate job or yeah. certain things. And, you know, what? what's the payoff? You know, I, I, I always say that. I tell Tasha I'm like, I don't have any gray hair. I'm in my 30s. No gray hair. Well, that's then gotta, you're not as stressed as you
1: think you are. Yeah, I'm not. Are. Well, that's
0: what I'm saying. It's like I'm not living some life where, like, I'm not getting stressed out over stupid shit. I'm just investing in myself. I'm investing in my humble little family. Yeah. And just kind of, like, not uh, not trying to outpunt my coverage. I'm just trying to do what I can. I mean, do you what, – like, what would you – what advice would you give yourself, like being where you are now? Like, would you have freaked like from, out from
1: from when I like yeah. to my eighteen year old self? Yeah. Like, how do you how do you like
0: adjust the expectations? Because you you had, had price set high yet right. yet same expectations everyone sets. They they tell you what to do. Well,
1: that's my point. Is like um, just to touch on that really quickly is that society. So this this blanket of society is, like, we create this idea, this incubation of that we need to have all these things by your time you're 25, 26, 27 when we're, when we're younger, right? But the thing is, is that, like, when you kind of break free from society, you actually get really comfortable in, like, not having those things and, like just allowing things to flow so we're not the people that are like oh my god we're not married yet we don't have kids but Where the there are, are people that probably are
0: looking at us like
1: they're probably looking at us like we're fucking crazy and like why aren't we yeah. wanting to have kids right now but i think so so then to, to kind of circle that in to what i would tell myself when i was 18 i'd just be like just let things happen and and stop. Like don't believe in marriage. It's a, it's a That's sham. what I was telling girls at eighteen. <laughs> just let try. it happen.
0: <laughs> just enjoy it. <laughs> Chill out. And that's why I was still a virgin. <laughs> My sales technique was off. Just yeah. let it happen. She's like, um, yeah, I'm gone with another guy, not you, Dave. <laughs> I uh, I wish I I wish I knew then what I knew now. Yeah. How to talk? Just how to talk to people and not, you know, sort. I was um. It was interesting. T- 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 Tasha and I had to record uh, auditions this week. We both had a six-page audition that had to be self-tape. I, mine was on Tuesday for this Comedy Central show. Didn't get a callback. The funniest audition I've ever had. I killed this character. Did I you wish-
1: keep it for your reel?
0: I, yeah. I okay. can't wait till the episode airs so I can air my take on yeah. it. Because I loved it. It was, a, it was an ex-baseball player. Who was like a cocky asshole, and then he cuts back. It cuts back and forth between him and then some like just got out of prison, zend out guy. So like one second, you know, he's like talking to a guy, and then it just cuts to him being like, "How oh, my balls taste, motherfucker." I'm sorry that I treated you that. Way. How does it? And it goes back and forth. And I don't know. I liked it. And then today, Tasha had an audition that was similar, where she had to play these characters that kind of jump back and forth. And in both instances, when Like when Tasha, when Tasha was the script reader and then today when I was a script reader, Tasha was bossing me around from both sides of the camera. (laughs) And I had to let her know that like, look, you, I was like, you know, and and I wasn't trying to freak her out because today, you know, she had, you got to, when you were going to record six, she had, she had literally like half an hour to record this, memorize it. Every, you know, you record five golden pages, then you fuck the lineup on the sixth page, you record it again. It's a pain in the ass. So I'm trying not to freak her out. I'm like, you know, she's done seven takes and and they're all good. And then uh, you got to like step away for a moment. And I was, I was recording it right next to our bookshelf. So I pulled out the four agreements (laughs) and I was like, all right, tell me when to stop. And I'm like, get our mind off of things. (laughs) I was like, I'm just going to. I
1: love that you pulled out the four agreements though.
0: Yeah, I had to get like a good, you know, just a simple yeah. book that you could just flip to something. Because I feel like the books, like the Four Agreements, this gold on every page.
1: You're literally like, "All right, Tasha, always do your best, but your best may vary. Just allow yourself to show up right now. What is this character gonna do? You know, and she's I just like,
0: like gonna throw me. the book at me. She's throwing <laughs> books at me. I get everything soft cover books, no hardcover. <laughs> so I, I opened it to a page, and it was about, and I, I can't remember the exact quote, but it was about not getting insulted by things. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It has nothing to do with the audition, but it was a cool moment to just, I was like, you know, tell me when to stop. You know, I was like flipping stop. And I look and it's like, don't be insulted. You're the only one that gets that, that, that it, that it affects when you're insulted by things. And, you know, in, in the scene and what we were working on, it was like, you know, you just start to feel all these other feelings. Like, what if they don't like this? What if they don't? And it all comes back to just being like, I'm just going to do my thing. I'm going to live my life. And like, it's like when I'm driving down, I don't know if this makes any sense, but it's like when I'm driving down the road and like someone like flips me off, it's like, dude, have a good day, man. <laughs> like, well, I'm not going to let some stranger, like you, you got, you got to really like work your way under my skin to, 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 to piss me off. Yeah. That's my feelings.
1: But then like you also to put yourself in their position, like they're not thinking about you. People aren't intentionally out to get people. Right. Right? And like when, when you're in traffic and anyone tuning in, if you have any questions, just drop it in the comments. Drop Um, it in the comments. I'm with Dave Neal of the Sex Actually podcast. Hello. Um, but so, so as far as, um, you know, not everybody's thinking about you, right? So people get extremely angry when someone cuts them off in traffic, But that person's not like, oh, I'm going to be a dick and I'm going to fucking cut you off right now. They're just like minding their own business in their own world. And one thing that the Four Agreements talks about is how basically like – I forget the exact wording, but it's not – everyone's in their own world, right? Like we're all thinking about ourselves. So when you think someone's judging you, like they're worried that you're judging them. And then in reality, no one's thinking about each other. It's a very liberating
0: thing. It's like at a nightclub when everyone's jammed in next to each other and no one's watching other people dance. Yeah. Yeah. Like when you're young and you're like, ah, people just, you know, you start dancing. you are standing by the wall. You're like at a, yeah, yeah. You're (laughs) like at a wedding or some like prom or whatever. And you're like, oh, everyone thinks I'm the worst dancer. No, bro. No one gives a shit about you. And I, I, I like that in not a like, oh, life sucks. No one cares about me kind of way. It's no, it's a liberating. No one cares. Go, go make a big mistake. Yeah. Just dance like no one's watching. That's what it is. Like, do shit like no one's watching. Assume no one else cares. And then you'll live your fucking, like, funky life.
1: Yeah, like, get out of your comfort zone. Break free. Like, if you want to even circle back to what we were talking about, society. I had a really profound moment with one of my mentors the other day. And he was like, society... The, the amount of society isn't even a person right like we're always like society wants you to do this thing and like society you know breeds us to do this thing but like society doesn't isn't a thing it's just like this idea right yeah. society doesn't care about you society does not give a fuck if you're dancing or not dancing society doesn't give a fuck if you're married or not married have a
0: house or
1: exactly it's just like these unspoken like laws or rules that it's a lot created. of projection
0: that we yeah like a blanket projection we've created exactly of how it should be and i was i I was tell, talking to someone the other day about diamond rings because they were like, oh, you're going to South America. Any big news happening? And, I, and it, was my, it was my best friend's girlfriend. And I was like, no. <laughs> and I was like, look, and I got, you know, like, Tasha and I, we talk about engagement. We talk about that shit all the time. But, like, we're not – I don't think we're, like, really feeling too much of other people's heat with, with all that. Maybe a little bit. Mm-hmm. But um, I read an article that um, millennials – which I hate the term, but you know, cause I'm an old millennial.
1: Yeah. You're at the end. So you're, you're like, it's like up to 35, I think. Right. Yeah. It's like yeah. the early
0: eighties to like 2000 or something. So yeah, I'm, I'm 85. I'm old.
1: like in mid spectrum. Yeah.
0: I'm definitely an old enough millennial to not like millennials. Cause <laughs> I think the millennials they're talking about are like current 25 year olds. That's yeah. what I feel like a millennial like is. Like The
1: kids that just like, Got a ton of money in the Snapchat IPO yeah. and like, <laughs> just throwing it around.
0: Anyway, they're talking about how a lot of millennials, they're just not buying the whole diamond ring thing. And I was, so I was telling my, my buddy, Darren, his girlfriend, Claire, I was, I was uh, with them and I'm like, look, I'm going to, I'm going to run this by you because I can't run this by Tasha. Cause like, I was like, let me run this by you. Would you rather have a $7,500 ring that has no, no value whatsoever? It has no resale value. Uh, it, or would you rather have a seven thousand five hundred dollar trip around the world, maybe a month long really? trip? Yeah, seven thousand five hundred. You can go pretty far for you seven thousand five hundred. F- yeah. If you
1: do it right and not extravagant, you could go really
0: far. And you could be pretty extravagant. I mean, you, know, the, the, you, you get a flight, the fuck out of here. Yeah, you go to Thailand, you go to Vietnam, you can, like, South live America. Live in Thailand
1: for a few months on that. Yeah, you, yeah.
0: you can. Yeah, you, you can. You can buy a lot of shit.
1: So anybody that wants to convince me that marriage is a thing. $7,500 $7,
0: that's what you're going to buy her for <laughs> but the point is it's like look and it doesn't mean uh, the ring is a symbol of unity and this and that and that's all fine too but um uh and i'm all over the map right now so for those listening just buckle up i'm going to try to make this all make sense at the end but um uh chris pratt was talking about why he doesn't take selfies with fans because he's like you don't want the photo with me for now you want it so you can brag to your friends later mm. let's live in the moment let's shake hands and oh, I'm like, I like fuck that. yeah man fuck yeah because then the people are just leeching from you they're just taking from you and that's what the diamond ring has become it's the photo it's the instagram yeah. photo it's the it's the I'm with my best friend Yet we know we know and the people that matter know if and when Tasha and I get engaged it I want to I want bare minimum 6 months before it's on the social media I don't want to tell I want to tell as many people in person that I care about and I want them to be like, "Oh, cool, good for you guys." You know what I mean? I want that. I want to get back to like, that what's real. Yeah. Which is like in the moment. How do you feel? Let me tell you the big news. Let me tell you the good stuff, and not have like, not be have it dictated by how many likes it gets. Which, by the way, uh, an engagement photo that has less than 500 likes should uh, nullify the engagement. I feel like. <laughs> If 500 people, this should be a percentage. If 500 people or 20% of your friend list do not like the ring photo, you either got to buy a new encouraged. ring or it didn't count. <laughs> <laughs> That's a rule. I'm making that rule up. That's a rule right new now.
1: Rule. That's really interesting. I mean, I think that the whole idea of relationship and partnership has been is just now completely skewed with the addition of social media yeah like selfies and like i'm here with my boyfriend and all this stuff and i know that we've all done it and we've all been there but there's a time where you just outgrow it and you realize like are you in the relationship for the relationship or yeah. you're in the relationship for social media well,
0: tasha's calling right now should we should we do
1: yeah all right we're gonna talk to phone. tasha
0: i didn't realize she was calling in hey tasha you're on the podcast with uh, anna rose how are hey, you
2: Tasha.
0: wait hold on oh hold on no 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 hold on i fucked up the bluetooth Hold on, okay. You're on. You're on the podcast. Say hi. Hello,
2: hello, hello.
0: Um, yeah, we're we're just in the free ride. Uh, oh shit! I shouldn't have said where we are. Ah <laughs> oh, fuck! I was trying You're to just
1: near some bamboo make in Santa it like, Monica. Yeah, I was
0: trying to make it real like uh obscure and not mention that I'm at my side shop right now. But I just blew it.
1: <laughs> and then you just added the details just now. And
0: I got into a whole rant about how uh how diamond rings have no intrinsic value, and <laughs> everyone's asking me if we're getting engaged while we're in South America, and it's a whole thing, and it's all your fault. How are you?
2: put off a proposal as long as humanly possible, and everybody can't figure out what's going on.
0: Babe, you blew my cover. I said we didn't care. I was like, yeah, we're cool. We're not worried about it. And then here you are. Like, you blew it off.
1: To me, you guys are already (laughs) married, so it's fine.
0: (laughs) Yeah, Anna says we're already married. And I also said this. If we post an engagement photo and it doesn't get 500 likes, babe, we got to break up. If they don't believe in us, we can't (laughs) believe in us. But I think...
2: there's some pressure. Hopefully our listeners will uh help us out on that one and make sure we get our likes.
0: Yeah, we gotta get our likes out there. Everyone likes <laughs> No, but the point was... This is exactly
2: what we were talking about, about
1: relationships and social media.
0: I know, (laughs) I know. We were saying just how it's toxic, how, you know, I mentioned how Chris Pratt won't take a selfie with anyone because he feels like they're just using it to brag and they're not living in the moment. And it's, you know, it's like, it's like about enjoying uh, intimate parts of the relationship. And even if we did get engaged, I would really push for it not to be like out there until like we told everyone in person, you know what I mean? It'd be cool. I mean, how much cooler is it to, like, fly home and tell your family and tell my family and shit like that? Tell the podcast.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I tell the podcast.
0: But I, I told the podcast. Until I get 200 uh, ratings and reviews on iTunes, I'm not going to propose. <laughs> so, <laughs> go to Sex Actually on iTunes. Click the link. <laughs> we're at a review.
1: Um, if you want them to get engaged, it relies on you. Yeah.
0: If that gets too, If I get 200 reviews, I'll get down on my knee that day. How about that? I'm at 159. Actually, that's two two fifty. What are you doing, babe?
2: I am driving to my callback. Um,
0: oh, can we mention what it's for? No. Oh, come on.
2: No. Well, right. You know what you can mention, and I think you should mention. Since speaking of Chris Pratt, is the little like feminist slur he had the other day, coming to terms, realizing his male privilege.
0: Oh, jeez. Hey, I'm losing reception, Tasha. I gotta let you go. Now, okay. So, all right. You give me, give me, give Anna and I the Spark Notes, and we'll talk about it. But um, you read the article, not me.
2: Well, he was just talking about how you know he he realizes that as a guy, um, he is perceived as sort of like a whole person first, like a, a multifaceted person. He's is taken seriously and he's seen as somebody who like really cares about his craft and, um, you know, is smart and is strong and is funny and is all these things that make up one whole person. So that when he adds in like, uh, his hot factor, because he really, you know, he, he's just saying that he understands that he blew up, um, After taking off his shirt, bulking up, getting super sexy for Jurassic Park and Guardians of the Galaxy, but he understands, looking at his wife and looking at other women in the industry, how people sort of tend to see them as a body or a figure first and not have that be a small part of a whole human being. I thought that, that was really interesting as a guy's perspective, you know, him realizing that he he has the privilege of being taken seriously first and his body just being an added on it. That's how yeah. I feel with
0: the podcast is that people are using my body to, you know, to, to promote who I am and I just want to be taken now I know that since I gave up sugar I've lost fifteen pounds actually and I've given I was
1: gonna ask you Did I look skinnier been, yeah, you look extremely
0: thin. Right, Tasha, I got a cute little butt now. Now that I take yeah. my shirt off I got I'll take that Chris Pratt Jurassic Park money though. I'll tell you that. I'll take selfies for for that movie. Now you're right. I mean, it's look. I think most guys that get it that are in relationships because we see we see someone we love and care about, and then we see uh, that they might not be uh, valued. I'm sure. I'm sure people don't value t- you, Tasha. Just just blanket because they know you model. You know what I mean? There's a there's a thing that like what could she know? What could she have to add value or? Yeah
2: or like, you know, um, political ideas or, you know, other aspirations besides modeling. I think that, uh, yeah, we have a, a tendency to sort of put women in a box and you're either a hot a girl in a box and that's all you are or you're like just a, a deep intellectual and that's all you are. Like we have a tendency to not say that women can be like, Multifaceted, complicated creatures you know somebody who cares about their body and cares about politics and cares about the environment and cares about their education you
0: know yeah well look i mean I, i i don't mean to relate this back to me but i can't i'll be honest i can't tell you how many times when i tell someone i'm a comic they they go you don't look funny and I know that, but that's different because I'm uh, I'm not in a position to be objectified. I am not. I get it. I'm not. I'm not. Uh, I'll never feel the feelings that women feel when they're not taken seriously. I can laugh at that and go, "Oh, good, you're a fu- you're a piece of shit." Oh, I'm not. You know, I'm not yeah. trying to. I'm not. comedy's not about being funny necessarily. <laughs> funny no, enough. Totally. But with, yeah. But with uh, do you feel that way, Anna? With it? With where like you're? Do you, do you <laughs> like? Do you guys? Do you feel I uh, like? you could talk to someone or meet someone and they just do not value what you're actually saying oh, just I purely I was on, on your a gender. date the
1: other day. And, um, we were in uh, West Hollywood on like this roof. And, um, I was talking about, I think like politics or so, something deep. And all he was doing was looking at my hair. Like, <laughs> I was talking and like, my hair was just like on the side and I just tend to like play with it, but not in like, it wasn't sexual. It wasn't anything. I was just talking and he grabbed my hair like grabbed it aggressively and I took his hand and I put it down aggressively and I was like, don't fucking touch me. You're not even listening to me. Did you hear anything I said? And he's like, no, I thought it was a signal. Like, <laughs> I was like, So I've been talking for 20 minutes about something, whatever it was, like affordable care hack. Yeah. Like something. For- and he grabbed my hair and I was just like, where did you pick up a sign that that was okay? Seriously? And then he was just like, "Oh, sorry, I misread signals." And I was like, "Yeah," I was like, "I." Have <laughs> At to least go. he
0: apologized.
1: Yeah, but he's super creepy. Yeah, I was And then screaming. he was like um, texting me the other day, and he was just like, uh, "He's like, do you want to do you want to go to dinner?" So I'm like, "Yeah, if you come out here," because he lives in Hollywood, and he was like. Oh, I need you to help me dye my hair. So I'll take you to dinner out here and then you can come to my house. And I was like, no, uh, in what scenario am I ever going to go to your house? And yeah, he got he extremely wa- defensive. He wasn't listening to anything I said. He only cared about his end game and getting that So you think he
0: head. just wanted to fuck? Oh, 100%. He wanted you to dye his hair and then...
1: Like, why else would you get some chick in your house and the second time you hang out with him?
0: Yeah. That's an, and that's a move. I mean, look, you can't fault a guy for wanting that, but it's at least a clear sign that this dude's not right for you. Oh, 100%.
1: Like, so I'm like, not going to see him again. But the point is, is that I was legitimately, any time I would talk, he'd, like, be trying to make some type yeah. of move. And I was just like, bro, like, this I mean, is with Tasha,
0: way. she'll always be trying to talk, and I'm just grabbing her ass. But <laughs> that's I feel like I've earned that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what?
2: taken seriously i think that um a lot of women's one of their bigger gripes is like it sucks it sucks to not be taken seriously it sucks to you know not be treated like you might have more than one interest um and i'm not saying i'm not putting all the blame on men either for this scenario um definitely not saying that it's it's only guys that do this i think we do it to ourselves too a hundred percent yeah sometimes we judge other women think of them as being you know uh slaughter or, or whatever you know we we have to really make sure that we do a good job of lifting up other women and also policing ourselves when it um comes to like making our our position heard you know in the workplace making sure that like we don't shortchange change ourselves and we allow ourselves to to be full and aggressive and all of and all of those things that can
0: be really exciting. Well, you're doing the world's work, Tasha, because I got I got a girl who will not go down without a fight. I'll tell you that much. Hopefully, I just want to be on the right side of it. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like this chick's gonna fight somebody. I want to be uh, I want to be on the you know I want to be on the same scooter as you. Um. <laughs> well,
2: guys, I just pulled up to my callback, so I'm gonna go ahead and go in. Maybe try and beat some of this Thursday traffic on the way home all right well, good luck it. I'll see you this soon.
0: A chat. yeah so uh we'll, well uh call me when you're done with your things and um i didn't do oh, the dishes please. the sink's dirty i'm sorry i love you
2: <laughs> all right love you too babe bye <laughs> nice talking to you anna bye tasha i'll see you soon see ya okay,
0: Bye. yeah man when you don't clean that sink <laughs> off they get pissed you, know, you know what i mean she's up. like did you know there's egg in the thing and i'm like no because I don't notice egg in the thing,
1: do you know that comes up in like most of my sessions with women is, is that like they the fight notice. about who does the dishes, yeah, all the time. I can't tell you like if I had a nickel like i'm gonna say I'm gonna say a really old saying, but like if I had a nickel for every time I have the dishes talk with someone, yeah. like I would be a
0: millionaire well, what That's I so would cool. love is like let's make this shit even Stevens. Because I actually believe I do the dishes. Well, that's what I think. I think I do that shit more often than not. Give me the left sink and she'll have the right sink. There you go. And we'll literally, even if we ate dinner together, I'll put half the dishes in my side and half the dishes. That's a shitty thing to do. But I do think overall I do a good amount for the house. But, you know, you you don't notice so much the maintenance that goes into it. Like she probably does a shit ton when I'm not around. We don't have, it's not a big issue with us, but yeah, it is weird. Like you, the first time you have to, when you live with someone and you have to like explain if the other person's not pick, picking up enough shit or like doing yeah. their thing. Cause no one mm. wants, I'll tell you what, I, this is what I've learned about myself, which I actually never knew. I don't like being told what to do. Mm. I never knew that. <laughs> I just assumed I was, I'm cause I'm look, I'm coachable. I'm good with team sports and all that, but I don't, I don't like being told go, Put this over there. I won't do it right away. But
1: is it more from, like, the maybe the relationship uh, with your parents as a, as a kid? Because it seems as if, like, it's more of, like, what your parents would have told you versus a coach. Yeah, exactly. Like, if a coach was like, hey, man, go do the dishes, you'd be like, okay, coach. And then if your mom's like... Hey David, go do the dishes. You'd be like, "Fuck no!" I'd be like,
0: "I'm um, after this." Yeah. Like, it wasn't. It wasn't ever like I wasn't stubborn or a big re- big resistance to doing the work. It was just like, let me do it when I need to do it. And that's why I've always had jobs where it's like, just I don't need you to watch me. Just let me do what I need to do. I'll get it done. And I always would. And yeah. I would always be on, you know, I would never blow things off, but it was just like, yeah, there's something about it that I do not want to be told what to do. It makes sense. I mean, I just stand up yeah. is like the last Mohegan of piece of a non PC. Say what you want on stage, make it funny. And no one can, no one can touch it. Right. You can have a, com- a, you know, a comedy club uh, owner tell you what to do. You have shit here and there, but not nearly like a corporate job or a nine to five or this or that. It's like, you know, the, this podcast, podcast i mean short of me spewing like hate speech this will not get taken off i mean short of me playing licensed music they'll boot yeah. it for that
1: or short of me saying any person's name that we know
0: well i'll tell you what we'll so, get
1: taken down
0: yeah i got kicked out of that comedy club
1: because of the podcast Yeah, how sad is that First of all, I'm sorry. No,
0: please don't be. It's um, but it's not the
1: worst
0: thing. That podcast is shitty. I mean, that comedy club. <sighs> well, no, but see, okay. I feel no like I'm I don't no, no, but uh, no. no, you, no, no one knows okay, what we're but talking. I'm not going to delete. <laughs> I, I'm not going to go in and delete anything we're saying now. And uh, I, 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 do like the club. Um, I do like. I do think it's a good. Like, I think they've built a good place for comedy. So it is kind of bummed. Uh, bum, it, it does bum me out that like that they're that they think that I've done something wrong but at the same time, if you know, like you just learn if, you know, don't ride with people that don't want to ride with you. And if, if I'm not, and I'm clearly not valuable enough, like I don't have a draw, I don't bring, I don't sell tickets to their thing. And you know, they, you know, I, I, it got back to me recently that someone else who like works in that scene had, had heard that they, uh, that they had a real problem with. So what happened was you mentioned that you dated a guy who works at a comedy club and, uh, or who is a comedian. He was a comedian that worked at comedy club. And, uh, you know, we mentioned the name of the club and afterwards he, the guy was like, oh geez, can you, can you take that down? And I was, you know, like, you know, like this is the, this is my thing. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, well, l- let me, I pulled the plug on it. I was on the elliptical. I was at the gym. I got, it, I accessed the podcast app through my phone and I just, I just took it off the air. I went back later that night and I, I scrubbed did. it <laughs> and just listened to anytime we said the podcast, the uh, comedy club's name. And we weren't. Into the, Cause we
1: never said my ex-boyfriend's name.
0: Never said ever. his name. But he was really upset, and yeah. I've never had him confront me. And um, He
1: won't. It was three years ago. I just. He seems like a nice
0: guy. Everyone's got their own nice. issues.
1: It's just that he's got his issues with me.
0: <laughs> sure, and everyone has their own issues with everything. Yeah. So I never took much offense. I mean, look, I've done 200 hours of podcasts where I ask comics questions about their love lives, and it's messy, and... That's the one time I've had other times where people say, Please can you take that down? I said something I regret. Yeah. And that's um that means they're on to something that means they're on to something if like you have an actual issue with it. But it just so turns out that the guy that was had the issue with it was was the guy who listened to it. And um we talked about not not, not being insulted about things. That's a huge four agreement thing right there. Yeah,
1: exactly. So
0: if they're listening, it's like it's like maybe. If listen they're again. listening,
1: can I just say, because I imagine they're listening, I would bet a lot of money that they're listening and i just want to say that three years is a long time to heal and there's just love there there's no drama so it's one-sided and i'm sorry oh that's that nice feel that way but that's and not, They know who they are,
0: and it's and there's no one who listens to this podcast that's trying to piece it together. Yeah. no one's no one cares that much. No one, that's, and that, but that's a beautiful the thing. thing of, is if like, you have no a story where you don't say the person's name, you there's no ego attached to it because no one's going to know who he is. No one cares. So he can listen to you and your side of the story and he can decide what's the truth behind that. I've dated girls before that I'm so embarrassed in hindsight of how I dealt with it because I was needy and I I cried when we broke up. I mean, yeah, I'll I'll gladly admit like this. I dated this girl, Lindsay. If she – I got to do – if she ever listens to this, it would – like I hope she realizes I'm not as crazy as I think that relationship – it brought the crazy out of me. Yeah. It bring it But I think
1: that like when we look at things in hindsight, like we see that. Especially when so much time has gone by. Yeah. Like, okay. But maybe it was a fresh then, wound for
0: him. Maybe he didn't yeah. he didn't resolve whatever the the problem you guys had was and that happens too.
1: Well he thought we were gonna get married. That was the thing. So yeah. there was an expectation and there was a fantasy and romanticizing of the fantasy.
0: So then he comes so- onto a podcast or he listens to your podcast, thinks you're talking shit, thinks I'm coercing, you know, in this whole scheme. And that's a defensive thing where you think everyone's out to get you. Right. And it's important to realize, like, look, bro, I'm happy. I heard he's got some show. I'm Yeah, just, he's dude. got a
1: show, like literally being written about him that got that it's, got slated for a whole season already, and it hasn't even shot a pilot.
0: It's great, man. Like, he's yeah, doing like, well. It's great, and
1: I'm happy for him. My family's happy for him. They keep in touch with him. It's great. I and, wish and we unfortunately, could be in like, you know, another lifetime. The comedy
0: club owner comes up to me and goes, "I heard you're talking shit about the club," and I got real defensive, and I was like, "Look, man," as a finger pointing at him. I'm like, "Look, man." You listen to the episode. You tell yeah. me I'm talking shit about your club.
1: Yeah. I mean, listen, everyone has their own healing. Everyone is on their own journey. Um, there was one relationship, the one after him, that we have like mutual friends with in yeah, sure. the other situation. And um, he held on to, to a lot of animosity towards me in the last two years. And I held on to a lot of resentment towards him. And uh, a week and a half ago, we got on the phone. Wow. It was so profound and beautiful, and he literally said to me, I've spent the last two years hating you because of the way that the situation ended and the way that we both handled it. And he said, and I, I said to myself, I have to either heal with you or without you. With you meaning call you, and without you meaning never talk to you in my life. And then I randomly called him and I was like, listen, like...
0: He texted that to you?
1: No, he, we were on the phone. He told oh. me this. And it was extremely hard for me to hear, but I said so to him... So he
0: called you? He initiated? No, I called him. So he... he Wait, I'm sorry. He thought all that or you thought he all
1: thought that? He thought all that.
0: So he was thinking all that and then And then, then you, I called him. Wow.
1: Spiritually, universe brought us together. Absolutely. During Mercury retrograde or of introspection. Of course. And um, it, was just, it was so perfect. <laughs> Mercury retrograde is just a time of introspection. It happens like three to four times a year. Like, I heard it's, it's uh, Tasha
0: said it's when your, all your electrical appliances fail.
1: Like, your electrical appliances. Our printer broke and she goes, Mercury retrograde. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, I yeah, don't like, know what that technology, means. <laughs> it's whatever you make it to be. But the point is, is that it was a really beautiful moment where I said, I have forgiven you for you know everything that happened, but I still have resentment. And I don't want to hold it on anymore. It's been. It's, it's like the last thing that I need to like feel my past. And um, yeah, it was just so beautiful. Did you and feel it
0: just lift off of you?
1: immediately. The cord was gone. It Boy, was why so can't amazing.
0: we? D- you know, I wish I we could I, do I, this I, 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 with not, everything. Yeah, I don't want to spin this in a negative way. Why can't we do that with our family? Why can't we do that? I mean, you've done it with an ex. it with my family. It's just, but it's it's just yeah. a beautiful thing. It I'm is like with friends it too. is literally. a a healing such a healing thing to let go yeah and sometimes you can let go with the other person and sometimes you just have to let go and then hope that they do their thing but just let it go
1: well that's the thing right is that we always are seeking closure we're always seeking a last conversation we're always seeking to express ourselves and to have even the last word in because that's just how we're conditioned but the reality is is that the more you hold on to more heavy it is going through life. The more the patterns are going to show. And up you're in your holding
0: life. on. You're holding on. You're to holding it. on to. It. You're and angry. And it's they it's, fucked up your life. Right. You're
1: in the victim mentality. They did this to me. They didn't provide me this. Oh, this feeling. guy
0: fucked me over exactly. so bad. This motherfucker. Right. St-
1: and, or this chick. She cheated. Whatever. And Go, then like so, a ghosted so, on. Yeah. And I never and trust so, another. But the reality is, is that our sole purpose on this earth is to provide ourselves our own security, our own happiness, our own joy, and our own love.
0: Everyone we, in our life we, is
1: just an extension of that. They're not. They get to the, reap the rewards exactly. of the
0: kind of like this, the, 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 fruit that we get to produce. Right. If you, if you're living the best life and I'm living the best life, we don't need to take shit from each other but we can share in the rewards of it all
1: exactly it's all about just sharing and enhancing it's not about taking or giving or provide i wouldn't say giving i would say providing
0: and what's hard is with relationships there's a lot of give and take yeah so you get used to the whole like giving and taking of sex you know uh, obviously and and uh jealousy uh, binds people together and codependency and and it, and it and it you start playing this game of like well you did this to me you didn't call me ba-. and I, i'm talking about myself like yeah. you didn't call me back for five hours like i was worried sick and all these things i'm feeling but and it's I like can i ask
1: you in the moments that you don't get the call back in five hours, are you actually worried sick about that person's safety, or are you worried sick about your own security?
0: I think they're balls deep in some dude.
1: <laughs> no, I
0: always, I'm always. But
1: that's because it's your own security. So the worry makes you feel safe. When you're worrying and you're spiraling, you're looking for the safety net, and when you keep going in the thoughts, it's because you haven't found it yet. So jealousy and then you settle on a feeling.
0: Is it so? Is so jealousy? How does jealousy work with all that? Like, like what if like, so Tasha's going to Vegas tomorrow. She's going for the weekend for a job and she's going to be with all these models. Three years ago, two, I would have been like freaking out. Ah, what the fuck? You're going to meet some. And I was, I was doing a joke on stage and I was like, love, love is not letting your partner go too far away because then they'll find out that they're, you know that they could do better. <laughs> like oh, that. I've heard so, you say that joke before. Yeah. It, I don't know. It's not a tight thing, but it's a real thought. Cause like yeah. when Tasha and I were planning a trip, she was like, I want to go to Greece. And I was like, I don't know if I can afford Greece. And she's like, I'll go by myself. And I was like, all right, we're going to Greece. Like, I'm not <laughs> like, cause cause in the end it's like in, in the end, I, I, I don't really feel like she can do quote unquote better. I think we're both trying, we're both just really working on doing the best that we can for ourselves and for each other. Yeah. But you do, you do. Um, you do worry about things you can't control like someone else being happy without you. Yeah. That's just what it comes down to is like, don't like, uh, don't be, have fun, but like, know that I'm here too, watching the dog. And you know, it sounds like a psycho thing to say, but isn't that what it comes down to is like happiness and being like, Oh, like a lot of times I'll be like, babe, look, if I was, if I went to Vegas on a trip with a bunch of male models and female photographers. That's how it would work out. She's female (laughs) models and male. If I went on a trip and was Snapchatting and getting paid and doing, and staying on these Vegas clubs and this and that, don't you think you would be like fucking hate me by the time I get back? So telling her that doesn't make it better. Being like, I'm, I'm being, I'm, I'm letting you go. Like it doesn't, it's not, it's not about letting them go. It's about literally just being like, go, baby, you should go have fun.
1: But what if I were to tell you that there's a whole other way of partnership that you could have v- instead of the, je- uh, the jealous feelings and the codependency f- codependent feelings? What if it was called interdependency and it was just literally about you just li- doing your own thing, worrying about yourself? Her doing her own thing and worrying about herself, and you guys just come together when you need to, even living together. All right, let's and explore. So- that. I love how
0: you were like a QVC special. What if I told you <laughs> what for told three you? easy payments, <laughs> uh, zero money down? Okay, so interdependence.
1: Interdependency. Okay, let's.
0: All right, let's uh, grill me. Uh, we got fifteen minutes left. Grill okay. me on interdependence. <laughs> okay,
1: so so interdependency. How I like to describe it is: let's say I'll just um, delve into codependency really quick to give everybody kind of like the. the the other side of it so codependency is what a lot of the relationships tend to turn out especially when we've been together long term and it's like when you are seeking things from the other person putting
0: the like other person's happiness over ahead of your yours, own.
1: right yeah. and then not only that it's like you're literally becoming one person you're losing sight of your own freedom you're losing sight of your own happiness you're losing sight of the things that excite you and you kind of literally like you're in a routine and everything's the yeah, same and toxic. you're all both doing Real yoga toxic. together yeah Now, interdependency is this other way of partnership that not a lot of people know, um, but it's so beautiful. And that's where instead of being one person, you're two people standing next to each other side by side versus if independency, I would say you're two people facing each other. Okay. extremely close to so kind of
0: interdependencies Two people looking at outwards. Uh, looking outwards right. taking steps, taking in, the steps same direction in the same direction but
1: separately so in that relationship the relationship is only the incubator for growth so It's it's just there to provide the security so that you can delve deeper into finding out more of who you already are more of what excites you what are your passions what are your goals what are their goals and you guys are just there to hold space for each other you're not there to provide anything at all interdependence interdependency so
0: you're not you, so it, it okay so like what what would be the main uh factors that make inter interdependency better than codependency the fact that you're willing to <coughs> let go of the other person
1: 100 percent. because the thing is is like you can't live in a relationship where that person is your world and you feel like you will die without them right that's dependency that's toxic that's not healthy and
0: you know what causes me to be codependent at least in the past is um, sometimes the other the uh, my my uh, partner's success. Mm, I've had mm-hmm. f- three or four relationships where the other person was successful. They came from f- a family that was successful. Like they didn't need me, right. and so I felt like like I didn't. I had nothing to offer them. Mm. The more the more success I get with what I do, the more um, I think I'm released from feeling those codependent feelings because I know I'll be okay without them. It doesn't mean I want to ditch them but like with Tasha, like I'll know, I know I'll be okay on my own. Yeah. Um, I can, it's not, I'm not poor. I'm not, I'm not, uh, you know, uh, you know, out of shape. My unheld, uh, mind, body and spirit are clicking together right now. And I don't feel like, um, I feel like my self worth is high.
1: Yeah. But that's because your value for yourself is based on your success from listening. To so
0: you. that's still bad.
1: No, it's not bad okay. at all. It's just recognizing that. <laughs> but so success in the moments, to me
0: obviously isn't like putting a like, home. <laughs> no, but it's
1: like getting up to, you know, moving in the right path of your career. Yeah, stand so up, for you, getting there's pure. like a part of a career and maybe finances that you hold. That's your value. You feel valuable. And so yeah. in the moments of the low points, you don't feel valuable and you might uh, cling but, on yeah. to... Well, I'm not providing you any value. Well, guess what? You're not there to provide them any value. You're not there to give them anything to provide them anything. You're but just genetically. There to be that's them.
0: hard because I think I feel like codependency, oxytocin, you no, know, you the commitment molecule. Still have that in
1: interdependency. It's just more of it. Interdependency is all about the surrender to the flow. Codependency is all about the resistance and the push and the pull to the flow. And
0: that toxic and that sort toxic, of dopamine. Like, exactly. Like, oh, we're back together. Yes. Yeah. we're Yeah.
1: But interdependency is all about freedom. It's all about j- literally every day, accept and surrender, accept and surrender. No one knows what's going to happen in the next hour. No one knows what's going to happen tomorrow. The past doesn't define the, the present. Yeah. So you just have to really surrender to the present and allow your partner to show up and come as they are, just as you need to show up and come as and are. And that's
0: so important in relationships that are so, um, flexible as far as, um, careers like, uh, if you, if, if both partners had a nine to five, lived in the same town, went to the same, you wouldn't, you wouldn't have so much, uh, so, so many highs and lows. But like, you know, Tasha, if she gets this role and she's got to film it in Europe, I have to be interdependent and let her, let her flow. Let her,
1: you have to remember that no one knows the outcome of your relationship. You have an idea of how, what you want and you have an expectation but what if you let go of the expectation and you just surrender to the flow and you just allow things to happen as they need to be? And then you she has more space when she, if she you know, let's say when she goes to Europe and books this gig. Because yeah, Tasha, I'm sending you the good be, vibes. I'll go, Tasha, I'm sending you the good vibes. I'll, I'll definitely go for a week. I
0: mean, like, <laughs> um, look, I'll be, the, whenever I'll be there, you know, like, yeah, I'll but I'm I'll just sightsee, saying, you, but. you
1: give her the space to be able to launch into whatever she needs to yeah. and you don't get attached to the expectation of the outcome that's the key in the surrender is not having the expectation i think the four agreements touches on the idea of um expectation um if not it's the five levels of attachment which is the second book um but basically it's this beautiful f- flow it's just the surrender and um for me i've recently redefined partnership i've I've always um, been in more interdependent things, but right now I'm like, I don't need to be in a partnership that has so many confines. Like we don't need a label like i just want to be me and like we can hang out sometimes and like we don't need to talk all the time. what a
0: millennial thing to say (laughs) okay i love it it's great i hear i hear you yeah it's not
1: even that it's i've just broken free from societal constraints of partnership and relationships. and i'm sure you've been
0: in those relationships where the person's like why didn't you text me back in the morning i just thought
1: i went on a date with someone a few weeks ago and i didn't answer them in a timely manner and they sent me a ton of question marks and emojis (laughs) And I wrote them back and I was like, sorry I was with a client I was working, I have a job. That's so like, funny
0: though, the que- that the the question marks that you have to oh send. Oh my goodness.
1: <laughs> I was like so confused. Um or even on Bumble if you don't answer someone back in a timely manner, they'll send you like or not, or question marks? I'm just like you and I could never even hang out because this is not what I want. Yeah. Doing. But the the, the that's, point of this—that's this a whole problem thing. with the
0: the the instant response with with today's society. It's all
1: about Amazon dating, Amazon everything, Amazon. Nail appointments, Amazon podcast. You I know, just bought an just Amazon so fanny
0: pack, <laughs> and I it couldn't arrive soon enough. It couldn't arrive soon that's enough. That's what I am saying. Like, I can't but wait But it's to like wear. the
1: idea of not actually Amazon, but like the Amazon idea. Yeah, that same day delivery, be, same exactly. minute text
0: response. You
1: don't hang out with the person that day; they go and find someone else. So and, guess what? Then and that's not how, that. how.
0: Yeah, that's not how re- healthy relationships. No, it's not. Healthy. Should be built. Um, you know, Tasha and I, when we started seeing each other, I mean, I'm talking like a kiss. We shouldn't do this. A week later, we're going on we're walking on the park. The slowest and then I go away for a month and then I come back and then we're like different. Like really slow um uh I mean I'm talking like to build the right flame fire real I mean a lot of right things have to happen. Oh, and it doesn't mean that you can't just meet someone in sparks fly too, but that could that could burn out fast.
1: The sparks flying extremely fast is is usually red flag that it like may have more of a chance of being toxic at the you'll end
0: you'll probably get chlamydia sparks <laughs> flying will probably lead to some burning crush but crotch. I'm
1: just saying the rushing because you're, you're holding on and attaching to a feeling you want more of the feeling you're getting addicted to the feeling that you have around that and person and that's what a lot of people have with one night stands 100%. and
0: not f- not feeling the love There's from their father right. they might just like love that rush of like getting a guy's validation Yeah, which I don't know I don't know where I fit into that I don't know where I don't know where men fit into that with like you know da- girls have daddy issues i don't know what i don't know what issues i have that would lead me like because i've i've had my fair share of like very casual relationships in my day But it
1: doesn't mean that you have mom issues or anything but some guys do have mom issues have you or dated guys specific. like
0: what do you find that you you date a type of guy that has very similar issues mm-hmm. and do you wonder if like you're just attracted to that
1: Issues to me, or issues just to issues old, with life, other people. Like, like, but I mean, issues that date, I have as well, or issues that other like patterns.
0: Patterns. um like I, Some people will date clingers, or some people will date guys that'll just ran like treat them like shit. Yeah. Like we got a girl. I'll t- I'll say I'll uh, we'll call her uh, uh, um Tory. Uh, that's not her name. But we'll call her tori She texted me. She's been dating a guy who's just been verbally just bashing her, and and she's dated multiple guys like this. She's a real sweetheart. She's a good friend, and. And I'm gonna make her listen to this because I want to know what you think. Yeah. she's she's just uh, she doesn't know why she's a why she's dating these guys, but like they they uh, they keep on coming back. Like what yeah. happens when you see cycles like that?
1: Well, those are patterns. There's thing. There's a lot of gold in there when you're a Tory, quote unquote. When you're re- continuously attracting the same patterns, you haven't dealt with the actual issue. Whether it's um, feeling of inadequacy, feeling of uh, you know not being worthy enough, feeling of um, some type of security thing. Letting a guy, you.
0: letting a guy treat you that way. Abandonment.
1: Just- yeah, I mean, her, she, she's definitely dealing with likely a pattern from childhood and something that seems to have followed her and she needs to build the strength within herself. It's not going to be anything that any of us can tell her. She, it's one day that she's going to wake up and it's not going to be good for her anymore. But she's and, got and to get there and, for herself.
0: Yeah, so sh- until she's sick and tired of being sick and tired. She's right. going to keep on being sick and tired. And
1: she's going to keep on texting her friends about the situation and never taking their advice because she just, it sounds like a good idea, but she's not strong enough. And
0: then she might think she's strong enough. And then he shows up with flowers. Yes. And it's, I've it's, seen this rom-com. Yeah, so
1: I've seen it too. I've been a part of it. Um, yeah.
0: I'm not, a, that I would, I, I would never want to talk down to a woman, but, but I'll say this. I mean, I, in, in, in search of the funny, I've said some mean things. Yeah, in search of the funny. Yeah, touch all the time. You're so you're such an asshole. I'm like, but you laughed. I made you laugh. I thought we were good because what I can get away with on stage or with a stranger, I you know, it that that shit doesn't always work in the kitchen.
1: (laughs) But what I was gonna say is, um, just to close that out is, um, yes, I have seen patterns in myself that I've attracted in, um, but I've been in uh, the last like since October. I've been in this like cleansing shedding period, so. This round of dating, um, since when did I see you? December? Um, Has it been that long? Yes, yeah, wow, it's been like yeah, it's been well, five since months. The
0: Christmas tree burned. Yes, yeah,
1: it's the Christmas tree burned. Um, also a sexual five- <laughs> metaphor. That's Christmas tree burning. Please. Um, the last five months, though, I've I've been able to see, um, yeah, complete complete breaking of patterns. So new people are coming into my life, and now the new pattern is there's really serious guys that want to get married and have kids. And then there's the ones that are super into freedom and flowing like me. And every time I meet two people, you know, in the same time period, one is one and one is the other. And spirit is like, Hey, you're at that crossroads again. Continue which you picking you So which freedom. one would you
0: go to right now? The freedom,
1: freedom, hundred percent, because I've been breaking the pattern within of the old way of looking at relationship versus the new way of looking at partnership. Yeah. Because I don't want to be married and I don't want to like, that to just be my life if I do get married but uh, that would that would take a lot and you might find marry. a guy
0: that you you're able to develop a, a trustworthy slow relationship yeah. where you get to that point or not yeah and exactly. the point is it's like you just like we've been talking about you cross that bridge and you get there yeah
1: just not rushing and I've just been like um I've seen trajectory with people that are like very attached to an outcome with me and i'm just like no i can't provide this to you now i'm feeling anxious what because- causes
0: that aside from the blanket projection of the society we talk about is it the biological clock is is, is it the fact that we're all slowly dying what's causing <laughs> that the ge- genetic
1: i think it's just ge- it's procreation? It is the biological clock i think what i've seen is that some um men get t- to about like between 29 and 33 and they get the bug to have kids. And then that's all they talk about is how like they've made their money and they have a house and all they want to do is have kids next. And um, I'm a little slow
0: to that. Yeah. I'm a little slow to that because my career, it's, it's, it's you know, yeah. it's not off the but, ground. You know what I mean? So it's like yeah, I feel like that's not quite there. And Tasha's always she's grilled me. She's like, D- do you want to have kids? And like she knows she doesn't right now yeah. and that's all we're going to live with right now yeah. this is what we you want only but she still right likes now. to see that i would if yeah. she wanted to yeah so she wants to know that i'm on board as long and when she's ready and i and that's fine too it's like totally. clearly you don't want someone who's like no never no no no
1: yeah i think it, there's a difference between asking questions and then there's a difference between looking for the answers does that make sense
0: yeah and I, what so. i've learned about women is they just love to ask questions that they that they would not want me to, you know, like she,
1: sometimes w- us women will ask questions and not actually care about the answers. We're just asking the question. To ask question. I know, but I'm
0: like, Barbara Walters, what are we doing here? She sits me down. Like it's a 60 minutes interview. And I'm like, you don't even want kids. Like yeah. if we had a kid, I just, I just, I, I would love for the day. We've got three daughters that act like Tasha acts to me. <laughs> I would just love for them to be like, fuck you, mom. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because like, I know, I just know that she was a difficult, kid with yeah. her parents like they 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 created her and i love her and it's great but it's like you know i i would hope that who knows who knows what sort of gypsy life we would have with kids <laughs> i think we would be i think we'd be pretty cool parents yeah. but at the same time like just the fear of of your kid getting fucked up leads you just like with dating like the fear of your girl leaving makes you do sh- stupid shit and uh in the 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 one thing the, the the one way my relationship has spun in a good direction yeah. is that I think we both have had one foot out of the relationship in a sort of like we love each other, we are faithful to each other, but if one of us um really let the other one down, we are just like, all right, bye. Well, you know what I mean? Healthy. And maybe maybe that's interdependence. Even though saying one foot out makes it sound like we're not committed, but No, I, feel I would like just it's, say
1: it's more of just like Being willing to walk away at any time because that would honor you. And that is interdependency. It's putting you first. What is your truth? What is your value? Honoring that.
0: Yeah. So... That's what that's where we're all. But look at that, we're at fifty-seven minutes, so we got to start Yay. getting out of here. Um, yeah, you got to come back on with Tasha. And yeah, I, I'm so down. Uh, do some... I
1: love your show. I love you guys. Good. Yeah. I'm so bummed that we didn't go to Mexico together. But I know happen. you and Tasha were going to. I've been to go. trying to get you guys to go on all of my trips this oh, year. Oh, was I invited on that trip? Dude, yeah, I was like, I'm going <laughs> to Chile, and then I'm going to Southeast Asia. I was like, do you and Dave want to come? But then she never Tasha responded. Tasha. No, I'm Tasha sure Tasha my text. Anyway. Tasha
0: didn't respond to your text. <laughs> no. Oh my gosh! All right, it balls in your Tasha, core, I'm Tasha. still waiting. Now I feel bad, like I'm cheating, like I stole your girl. Like, I'm taking her to. Col- can I say we're going to Columbia? I think we can, as long I as I don't say the dates. It's on Instagram. We're going to Columbia. I think so. Yeah, we're going there. I got my yeah. fanny pack. I ordered it. Uh, you guys hope- are gonna
1: have so much fun. I, I can't wait. to see I tried. Your I, I'm gonna
0: get a spray tan. Nice. Fuck it. I'm gonna get a spray tan. Do You know sure. what I mean? Like I'm gonna. But t- you're
1: still gonna burn in the sun. You I know. know that, right? I know. But I, mean.
0: I wanted to at least. Like blend together the parts because I have okay. really tan arms right now. Oh okay, I've got a, like being I got a lot of I got tan I'm arms. I'm
1: so tan. I went to the beach for three days and like yeah.
0: Well, you get dark. dark. You you're a you're a white chick who turns to well, a, like I'm a ne- dark. I'm
1: part Native American.
0: I know, but like when you're not, you look, you got white chick <laughs> that just tans really well because you're blonde yeah. and all that.
1: Yeah, when the blonde's not real. First Tasha's <laughs>
0: like, she's got part, she's she's ordering a DNA test because she doesn't know what the fuck she is. Yeah. She bought one for her brother because apparently, apparently. We well, were talking about this, I think. Yeah, I think yeah. men, I think, <laughs> I, I, I don't know if this is sexist or if it's a fact, but I think men uh, genetically, like genetic tests work better for men. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think for her to get her brother tested will actually be stronger for her to know what she is
1: actually it won't that's what
0: that's what i was told so i have no No, i have no like all
1: all of my siblings five of us got tested and we're all different really we have like certain we all have similar things some of us have something some don't the lighter skin but
0: you have the same parents
1: yeah but it's the, so the square. so
0: is it the sperms like a cornucopia of well, sperm like it's a your village chromosome. is it like a village people
1: maybe, and some are African <laughs> dudes and are just aren't.
0: shooting off village people, and it's like <laughs> y m c a in there, and you got the native and yeah,
1: so, like I have a brother who's who's darker than me, and he's like he's more native than I am, and then my sister's more um European than more. I'm Spanish. sure there's a
0: genealogist who's listening, like these fucking morons, because I know I studied this. I, in science. I
1: literally texted my mom when my sister got her um, thing, and I was like, "Is my sister? Do we have the same dad?" My mom's like, "Did you fail science?"
0: <laughs> so hold on a second, though. You're telling me you guys have different percentages of what you're you are.
1: Yeah, and some have some, and some don't have others. Like so, Whoa. I'm mine is um, Native American, Spanish, Italian, and North African. You got to
0: get that Native American money.
1: Yeah. Well, my mom's trying to find our. She's on a mission. Fuck yeah! But my sister ha- didn't have any North African... or yeah, she didn't have any. She didn't have something. She had more North African and like European. That's wild. So it's, yeah, it's really interesting. Um, my dad was yeah. adopted.
0: He's dead. He's passed away, and I never, I didn't know him for the first twenty years of my life. So I really didn't know. My mom was like, "I think you're part uh, this or that." Like, my yeah. mom didn't know, so like, I can trace my parent, my mom's side, all the way back. Uh, you know, they say like they're 100% Irish, but I don't the fuck know because means, my but, like, family knows what they
1: saying. Like, my dad's supposed to be 100% Sicilian, and it came back that he's also part Native, yeah. and like, my mom was adopted, and she was told something totally well, different. Well, other than what cultures she
0: is, don't so. label it. So like, I got a I got a guy I know, John. He's from Dublin. He's as fucking Irish as he comes. Yeah. You ask John, "What are you?" I'm a hundred. 100% Irish. His parents are from England. So like he doesn't say oh, I'm 100% English but I live in Ireland like in the in it's the states weird. we're just weird because yeah. we all came here you're not from chicago what are you we just don't no one knows and and you know like i'm i'm i I know i'm a spattering of like white scandinavian things and jewish and whatever i don't know just
1: do the dna test; it's fun i should back and then it traces other people that are related to you as a quick side note something really trippy is that there's this lady who contacted my mom and asked my mom if she was uh her like she said are you betty zunk's daughter And my mom said, yeah. And it was on Ancestry. And my mom was like, oh my God, she's trying to steal my passwords, right? (laughs) So anyway, at the end of it, she, the lady wrote her back and she said that she likes to go to these estate sales and buy old photographs and send them and find them to like send them to the people. Whoa. And so she's like a professional family tree creator and she created like three parts of our family tree Whoa. and she's been like sending and she these
0: just photos. Gets, she just uh, kind of, uh, that, that's, that, that's, that's just what, like her passion. That, that's what project. she likes to do. She likes, yeah, to, she likes to connect. See the reaction? Re-
1: no, she likes to connect extended relatives. I think she's older. She's retired. That's really
0: cool though. And so
1: my mom's getting like a whole box of like all these photos of her mom when she was a kid so that's wild really cool stuff so ancestry dna definitely sheds a lot of light on things this
0: like episode brought to you by <laughs> ancestry.com We uh, <laughs> so yeah, a whole one, hour two, just to get me. into that nice yeah. advertisement there well look too
1: bad we didn't get an affiliate link <laughs> uh, yeah
0: uh so let's uh we'll take a we'll take a podcast photo next to this bamboo because yeah, i think yeah, we look yeah, pretty dope sure. but uh thanks so much for meeting me this was yeah, a last first. minute podcast we yeah. did i said who's who's around uh on the west side and i, I hate i'm i'm getting lazy i don't like meeting new people yeah. i love just connect like seeing it friends at a party
1: mean, it's, like, comfortable. yeah i you don't
0: have talk to about i don't have to be things. all like oh, we about like we just kind of pick up where we left off so yeah. if you like this episode with anna rose and you haven't heard her in the past if you're new to the podcast go back a couple months and check out the old ones we have we've done a few together together yeah. it's been a blast yeah. we always learn something new interdependence that's what this episode was about surrender and, um, to the
1: flow how do let me ask you this we'll yeah. get
0: out of here on this <laughs> how do friends do interdependence are friends better at interdependence than oh, couples 100%. because they don't because they're do not fucking
1: thing you're not caring about the other people you're just if you're like, there
0: if you're there hey, you're there
1: do you want to get lunch and then the other person doesn't respond you're like cool next friend hey do you want to get lunch yeah versus you're like not if i've touched that around it
0: i'm it like i guess i lost your sister yeah hey you want to get lunch
1: yeah so that's it's super easy to be interdependent friends. Codependent friends are a little bit super red flag. Yeah. You I,
0: get ups, I get codependent with friends. and I'm like, I tell my buddy Channing, I'm like, ma'am, we're doing bowling for my birthday. No judgment if you don't make it. But, but I'll be taking it. attendance. by the way should come. I just. I, I was really, just
2: gonna say, I, am I?
0: Invited? Listen, I planned it. I just started sending text messages okay, okay, like I'm an down. hour ago. When is it? Uh, Monday night, we're doing bowling. All right, I'll be there. And uh, it's unlimited bowling. And uh, I thought it was. You know what? Bowling. Yeah, bowl, but here's the thing with bowling. That's like that. That that's like a nine year old birthday thing. And I like that idea. It's like it's like we're gonna go and and bowl and get drunk and it's just not a like if people show up they do if they don't whatever i'm yeah. still bowling i'm gonna have my fanny pack on <laughs> it's, gonna it's gonna be great i'm gonna get the big i'm gonna and my whole thing with bowling it's never to score the highest it's to yeah. just see if i can ever like break the pins i'm like, one of those I was like how say, fast can i throw this ball down that alley
1: my whole thing at your party will be can i hit the pins because i'm the queen of gutter balls so we'll see well good
0: luck with that we'll get the bumpers <laughs> for you Anna Rose, everybody. How can yes. people find you? Um,
1: you can find me at AnnaRose.com. A-N-N-A-H-R-O-S-E.com or Instagram at LoveAnnaRose.
0: And we are a Sex Actually Pod on Instagram, Sex Actually Pod. If you have any questions, you can write to us, Sex at gmail.com or follow my personal uh, Instagram at. Someone D-Neils. just
1: said, "Isn't that just just Tasha's boyfriend?"
0: Isn't that just that? That is. Yeah. Do you know? Yeah, look at that. Jack Tasha's missing hey, right now. Hey, who's Jack? Who, how does he's Jack? Mar- he's. Um, is Jack married? Now I'm getting jealous about Jack. I'm like, all right. No, he works in a production company. Are you working? But yeah, thanks for tuning in. People tuned in to uh, Anna Rose. Go follow her on Facebook and all that. That was our interdependent Interdependent. podcast. We're going to end it on a high five. All right, everyone have a great weekend. Uh, Subscribe. uh, Share it with your friends. We'll see you next time. Bye, everyone.